now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here every week. And if you're listening to this program, you are curious about real estate-related stuff, getting maybe tips about home improvements, or wanting to learn more about the market and what's going on out there. Well, you're at the right place. Happy to be here and your host, as I have been for several years and many episodes now. Uh, our show, of course, comes to you every week with the support of our show partners. Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. And Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Bove. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, even if you're not thinking of buying or selling right now, if you need some direction about what to do around the home, if you need some help with a will, or if you want uh, an inspection to see the condition of your home, uh, or want to refinance, or maybe you want to check on your home insurance, get a quote, call any of our team members. They would love to hear from you. You can find their contact information on our page on the cfax1070.com website. Look under Shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. We would all love to hear from you. Uh, it's been my pleasure being your host here every week. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for 30 years now. I've handled hundreds of transactions in our fair city. And I also do a fair amount of outside work, uh, staying in touch with a lot of my colleagues across the country. So it's always really interesting knowing how we're doing here in Victoria relative to the rest of Canada. Be happy to chat with you if you're curious about the market or what's going on just give me a call again you can find my contact information and the rest of the team on our web page or call me direct just google tony joe tony joe real estate you should be able to find me you know your home is your greatest your your largest asset likely and they always say your home is your castle there's a lot of things to know about your home and maintenance is one of them. You want to make sure that you're keeping it in great condition. Today, we're talking to a couple of people that can help you out in this area. First, we'll be chatting with Phil Aitken from West Coast Waterproofing. Talking about maybe sealing some moisture that you might have in your basement or crawl space. Very interesting conversation that we're going to have. Plus, we'll be chatting with Nicholas Sams from Sams Painting. Because if you've thought about Maybe that dog-eared railing or that wall that is scratched up but just haven't had a chance to pull out the paint can and paintbrush. Maybe you should give Nicholas and his team a call. We'll be chatting with both of them today all about the things that they can help you with at your home, at your castle. We always, of course, begin our program by talking about questions or stories that our listeners have had. And if you've got one, give us a call, 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Make sure you leave a message so that I can get back to you. You, again, could find uh, our contact information by going to the CFAX website or Googling my name. Listen, because we're having these two guests today talking about waterproofing, your basement, uh, driveway, garage, many other things, and also Nicholas the painter, I wanted to bring up a topic that comes up every once in a while. And that is return on investment on things that you do in your home. Because one of the things that realtors are often asked about is if I spend money on a kitchen or if I spend money on a new deck, 
Will I get that money back? You know, there's lots of resources out there online. The National Association of Realtors, which is the governing body for uh, real estate in the States, in the United States of America. Huge organization, by the way. They've got over a million members, tons of resources. Uh, every once in a while, they will uh, put out a report that shows the exact percentage. So if you spend $1, how much do you get back uh, in, for instance, your, your kitchen or whatnot? So I wanted to sort of have this conversation with you today uh, to talk about this. Uh, one of the things that people often wonder is, does that kitchen pay off? And I will say this, yes to kitchens, yes to bathrooms. Just be very careful that you are not over improving. And by that, I mean, it's, it's possible to go nuts with your kitchen, to spend a lot of money on cabinetry, on counters, on appliances and all of those things. You must be mindful of your location because sometimes you can <laughs> you can go crazy and have by far the nicest kitchen in your block or in your subdivision and there's an old saying by the way and the saying is you never want to be the fanciest house in your area uh it's always best in fact to be the least fancy house in a nicer area um, and the reason for that, of course, is because all the other houses around you will pull you up in value. Whereas if you are the fanciest house in a lesser neighborhood, then what happens is you start encroaching upon the next pricey neighborhood uh, and people have options. They have choices. So just be very careful about how far you go with those improvements. However, again, bathrooms and kitchens are usually the things that people are looking for. Now, that being said, the allure of a brand new kitchen is easily erased if there is leakage coming from the roof or if there has been flooding in the basement. And that's a reminder that you must, you should be mindful of the major systems in the envelope around your home. Those things are crucial. And what I'm saying is a brand new kitchen with a wolf countertop and a frigidaire and um, sub-zero fridge is not going to offset an old, tired, leaking roof or a leaky basement. So those things must be attended to for sure. And generally speaking, those major systems are the things, you know, people do take them for granted. It's a fact. Uh, but those are the things that are essential when it comes to not only resale, when you resell your home, but also just the regular day-to-day -day operation of your home. So um, things like your windows, your exterior doors, uh, your insulation, uh, your, um, uh, your drain tiles, all of those things, are they taken care of? If you have forced air heating system uh, or air conditioning, uh, how about the furnace and the heat pump? Uh, so many things to think about. Those are places where your dollars will go far. Where are things that the dollar does not go far? Well, the one that comes to mind all the time is swimming pool. Maybe an underground, or sorry, a, a, un, the in-ground, in-ground swimming pool. Now, why is that? Pools are so great to have. I mean, I wish I still had mine. So when I bought this house 13 years ago, I actually had a beautiful in-ground pool, but it needed maintenance and needed work. I didn't have kids at the time. I was concerned about safety and all those things that people worry about, about pools. Maintenance, by the way, heating costs, all of those things. 
So we filled the pool in. And I got to say, you know, my, my kids are young right now. Every, every hot summer afternoon, I bemoan the fact that I got rid of the swimming pool. But that's just me, you see. Uh, a lot of people don't like pools exactly for the reasons that I just mentioned a moment ago. And as a result, there's no value to them. Uh, pools can be very expensive. And if you are going to put a pool in your property, just know that you're doing that for yourself. You're doing that for your own personal use. Do not assume that that's going to be a, a selling feature for the next buyer. Because again, it may not be of interest. In fact, it may be more of a detriment. Uh, the things getting back to uh, really good investments are adding more room, especially right now. You know, we've had this experience of the pandemic where a lot of people have decided that their homes are smaller than they thought they were because, of course, people aren't going away and out to work as much as they did before. And for anyone who homeschooled last year, you know what I mean. That was tough. Everyone's home felt a little smaller. So adding square footage into the home, whether that means uh, finishing off an unfinished basement or extending the house in one way or other, those are always good things to do. Uh, the other one is adding a bathroom. So given the choice between updating an older bath or adding a brand new bathroom, you're probably going to want to add another bathroom. And again, this depends on your family size and family dynamic. So um, if you have questions always call us. Call your real estate specialist. We're the ones that look at homes on a daily basis, and we can help you make decisions uh, in this area, especially on this return on investment thing. Um, just a quick reminder, by the way, guys, if you're a podcast listeners, you can find all of our episodes on iTunes or Google Play with all uh, 200 episodes with all of our fantastic guests. But we need to take our break right now. We're going to come back in a moment to talk about waterproofing your home with West Coast Waterproofing and a little later about painting with Sam's Painting. Back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We are having conversations today about things around your house. Obviously, it's a real estate program, and we talk about not only when people are buying or selling real estate, but also when it's time to do stuff around your house. And my guest right now is Phil Aiken with West Coast Waterproofing. Uh, Phil, thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, and of course, you're on the road. You're a busy person, uh, off on yeah. calls. And this is the neat thing about how we're doing it nowadays is we're recording. You can be in your truck as you are and, and uh, having a chance to chat with us here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just taking a little break to talk to you. I'll be, I'll be working on for a couple more hours this evening, unfortunately, but that's just the nature of the thing this day. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so let's tell our listeners uh, about West Coast Waterproofing. So what is it that you guys do? Okay, so we basically are, um, we do, we use a lot of different products and, uh, you know, membranes and um, things like that, pre-applied and post-applied to prevent the ingress of water into your home. So if it's new construction, um, we can, we can sort of apply membranes um, prior to your slab being placed um, that will prevent water coming up through your slab you know, at a later date. Um, once your foundation walls are poured, we can apply membranes to the outside of your walls before 
it's backfilled against um, to prevent the ingress of water also. Mm -hmm. um, we see it all the time where people have leaks and stuff in their basements where their perimeter drains have backed up and, you know, people excavate down to fix the drains and really all they have is just a concrete wall there. And it's obviously concrete cracks over time. And then, you know, water gets in in the wintertime, it freezes, it expands, the cracks get bigger. It starts to degrade the rebar within the wall. It's just detrimental to the structure, period. Mm -hmm. So it's always prudent to do, you know, a full waterproofing system to your, if you have a, you know, below grade basement and it's a living space. I mean, um, it's, why wouldn't you? But unfortunately, it's something that a lot of people choose not to do. They don't think anything's ever going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. But um, I think last year in Canada, there was something like $1.9 billion in insurance claims for water damage alone and for residential. Um, and, you know, people, some of the listeners might just want to review their insurance policies just on a side note, because I think uh, things may have changed. But I know for a fact in the past, insurance companies were only covering homeowners for things like backing up sewers. They weren't covering for uh, severe weather problems. Um, and I know I spoke with several homeowners last January when we had that particularly bad rainfall. <laughs> yeah, actually, Phil, January 31. You know how I know? My base flooded that day. Yes. <laughs> yes. Although, the, although, the thing... <laughs> although it yeah. was a storm drain backup, it wasn't a crack. So anyways, uh, uh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I know January last year. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, the, the, there was probably maybe half of the people I spoke to said their basements had never leaked before, yeah. but this time it had, and they'd lived in their home for years and years. And, you know, we've got changing climate, you know, this time of year going forward, it's going to be wet and it's going to get worse from what I gather. So, um, but we do. We don't just do pre and um, membranes and things. If you have an active leak in your home, uh, there's a system that we employ, which we call concrete injection, and uh, we simply um, drill into the crack. We insert a port. We tie onto the port, and we inject. It's a, a chemical that we mix with. It's a resin and a catalyst. And when the two are mixed together, it starts off a reaction. And when they come into contact with the water within the crack. The, the product immediately reacts, it swells up and it chases the water. It's hydrophilic. So it, it essentially goes after the water and it'll, because it's being injected at high pressure, it will chase the water into the, the tiniest little nooks and crannies of each crack and it will prevent the water from coming in any further. Wow. So it's quite, it's quite a neat little uh, system. So. Well, I mean, this interests me very much because, of course, not everyone lives in a new home and, you know, construction processes have changed over the years. There's, you know, there's so many 1950s, 1960s vintage homes in greater Victoria. Uh, and this is an area that people are concerned with, you know, when they're looking either at buying a home or if they're looking at their own basement, they start wondering about the, you know, efflorescence and all the other stuff that are signs of some sort of moisture that is, that is, yeah. that is coming into the home, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you definitely see it a lot. And, uh, you know, like I say, I don't think I've ever seen, I've been in the construction industry now for 35 years. And I don't think I've come across a concrete wall that doesn't have a crack in it. Concrete cracks, that's all there is to it. I mean, over time, settlement, uh, concrete's going to crack. So, And, and this, is, this is another thing, because you, you started the conversation off talking about 
you know, when there's water and with temperature changes and it cracks, you know, of course, concrete is a porous material. And mm -hmm. sometimes we get people when they're doing a building, you know, they're buying a property and they do a building inspection and they get very concerned about a hairline. Crack. Oh, my goodness, there's a crack. But it is normal. It is. It, I, I, yeah. I would. Uh, I would guess that it's very rare to find a old home that has a perfectly intact uh, uh, foundation with absolutely no cracks at all, right? Yeah, totally. And I mean, there's other measures people can take to mitigate damage and things like that. When it, when you have a foundation that is below grade, um, simple things like making sure the grade slopes away from your house as opposed to towards your house, prevent collection of water around the edge of your home um, and also things like you know they, they recommend I think building code stipulates that you need a minimum of eight inches between grade and the top of your foundation wall you see quite often with the older homes you know wooden siding coming right down and it's practically touching the grass you know that's just wicking moisture into the structure and it's just not good at all so but um, yeah we've got okay. ways and means to fix these things so Interesting. Interesting. So, um, you know, you mentioned uh, injecting something that cracks. This is all kind of new technology too, right? I mean, I, I think people often think about, well, let's go into the hardware store and, you know, buy some of this whatever filler or something. Uh, probably not a long-term fix, right? Well, I mean, in quite a lot of cases, it works great. Um, it just depends on, you know, I've come across foundations that have been built on top of bedrock and you know there was never a proper water stop placed between the foundation wall and on the bedrock so it's an easy it's a cold joint it's a, it's an obvious place where water is going to manage to seep through and occasionally you will patch uh, using something like zypex uh, which is it's a great product um, but if the water is not really a huge issue then sure go ahead do that chase out your crack clean it out widen it a little moisten it and apply the Zypex. And, um, you know, in, in a lot of cases, that will certainly do the trick. If you've got something which is really problematic, um, you know, a structure or even a suspended slab, we do a lot of work in the commercial sector as well. Um, so say a, a, a slab where traffic's been driving on top of it and it's cracked extensively. Some of the cracks are maybe 30, 40 feet long. Mm -hmm. Um and water's coming in and it's, you know, in that case, we would we would definitely want to inject where there's a higher volume of water. We just want to stop, seal that crack up altogether. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the injection material, like I say, it, it's hydrophilic and it really does chase after the water and follows it into every last little possible place that it can be. So very interesting. OK, hey, before we uh, uh, stop for our break here, if people need to reach you at uh, uh, West Coast Waterproofing, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, they can get me at uh, 250-415-3061 or um, shoot me an email at phil at westcoastwaterproofingltd.com. Yeah, and uh, you know, of course, the website is great. I have uh, had a chance to uh, uh, to have a look at it before our uh, our phone call. Lots of information, you know, for anyone who is uh, who's curious to know and and, and learn about uh, the stuff that you guys do. Um, you know, definitely an area. And I, I, I'm going to say that sometimes people just forget about the importance of their foundation and it's almost like they leave it until it's too late. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like I say, they don't think when they're building a home, you know, they don't want to spend another seven or eight grand before they even get out of the ground. They're like, well, you know, I don't think that's going to happen to me. You know, and uh, inevitably it does. <laughs> well, listen, hold that thought there, Phil. Like I said, we need to take a quick, quick little break here. Uh, when we come back, we'll be continuing our conversation with Phil Aiken from West Coast Waterproofing. Back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. Uh, and just as a reminder, if you are a podcast listener, you can listen to any of our past 200 shows uh, on iTunes or Google Play. We've got so many great guests and almost every topic you can imagine relating to real estate. Uh, if there is something in, on your mind right now or a topic that you would like to hear about, chances are we've already covered it. But even if we haven't, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Just give us a call, 250-414-6540. Or find us on cfax1070.com. Look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me. Tony Joe. We're having a conversation about things around the house, not the least of which is your basement or foundation. We're having a conversation with Phil Aiken from West Coast Waterproofing. Again, Phil, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hi. Yes. Um, okay, so we talked about uh, the basement and uh, treatments that you can do. Um, you, of course, do other things too, like commercial. You do strata, right? Um, yep. And you've got something else to tell us about a, a, a different application, right? Yeah, we have, um, we've been actively um, promoting a product. Um, it's a spray applied system. Um, the coat, it's a coating and it's, a, it's a, basically it's called a polyurea. There's lots of different polyureas out there. Um, some of you may have pickup trucks with bed liners that have the spray and bed liner. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that product, which it feels... Um, you know, extremely tough, extremely resilient, very robust. That's that's polyurea. Oh, wow. um, the U.S. military uses it on their vehicles. Um, but the, the products that they use for bed liners, slightly different than the stuff we are using. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, for commercial application, we're doing um, big podium decks where normally we would use, uh, we, would, we would see here in BC anyway, uh, a torch on membrane being applied. Yeah. So, yeah, a torch on membrane, uh, it comes in rolls. They're three feet wide. Um, so every three feet essentially have a joint. Wherever there's a joint, there's a weak point. Uh, when you transition from horizontal to vertical, that's also a weak point because when you're bending that membrane like that, it's, it's not good for the membrane. Um, and you can only do so much in a day. Um, with polyurea, we seamlessly transition from horizontal to vertical. Um, we can do up to 5,000 square feet in a day if we just with our just with our one rig. And like I say, it's seamless. Uh -huh. So it's essentially one coating. Um, we can cover large areas. It bonds fantastically to not only concrete, but PVC, wood, metal. Um, 
we've been looking at doing a couple of, we've teamed up with a local architecture firm. Uh, they specialize in landscapes. And we're going to be doing some really nice looking water features as well. Um, and the nice thing about this, in the past, like maybe landscape guys have been using EPDM rubber liners. They're extremely difficult to handle and maneuver. They're heavy. Uh, try to get them into the position they want them in. Whereas we can simply lay down a filter fabric. You basically dig your hole the shape of the pond that you would like. We can lay in our filter fabric and spray right to the filter fabric. And then there's your membrane. And another beautiful thing about this system is it cures rapidly. You can traffic the system in about 45 seconds. I can drop my tools on it. I can walk on it. You can drive on it. Um, the stuff is amazing. So wow. um, it's wow. used widely in the oil field as well for secondary containment, uh, fish tanks. Um, it's there's, there's no end of the uses for polyurea. So we're excited to be using it. I think we're the only guys on the island uh, currently that are doing it. Uh -huh. uh, I only know of one other applicator in BC at the moment. Um, and we're actively um, promoting it, like I said. Uh, to me, you know, I'm originally from Scotland and it's widely used in the UK. It's widely used in the States. It's widely used in Australia. Um, unfortunately, um, it's not that popular here yet, but uh, I'm hoping to change all that. So. Okay. so now, uh, how long does a coating like that last? I mean, obviously, it's going to depend on where it is in the application, right? Um, yeah, how, how long can someone expect? Uh, is it something that needs to be reapplied every once in a while? No, it's, uh, it's going to last you the life of the structure. And wow. once, you see the, once you see the coating uh, and you'll see just how tough it is, you'll, you'll get it right away. Um, we've been doing – we've been – Doing some bridge work as well. We did one for CN Rail just before Christmas in Burnaby. Um, and the nice thing about the bridge stuff, traditionally they use hot rubber, which is essentially just a, a melted tar onto the roadway um, to give the waterproofing layer. But every time they want to resurface the new asphalt, they end up taking up the old hot rubber as well, and they have to re-waterproof time and time again. Whereas with the polyurea um, and the bridge deck system, we basically apply the coating and they can remove the asphalt um, right on top of the coating and then reapply. They don't need to re-waterproof over and over again. So it saves money as well. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All, all these new technologies. And uh, uh, again, you know, we, we had talked very early on, early on about how construction processes have changed uh, over the years. Um, but uh, of course, going back to the services that you guys do, I mean, in somebody's home that they're living in right now, again, no intention to sell. They just want to make sure that the, that the, the foundation or the basement is waterproofed. Um, that is something that you guys can come in and, and help them out with, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's other such things such as uh, cavity membrane systems. So if you've got real water problems, and, you know, you've patched up one crack. Typically what will happen, the water will just find another way in. It looks for another way in and it will find one eventually. So you're going to either call me back to come and fix the crack or you want to take a look at a different solution. So essentially a cavity membrane, um, you would basically line your basement with like a drainage mat. So a dimple board and you would allow the water to come in, but we would channel the water and we would bring it to a drain and a sump chamber and then it would be pumped away. Mm -hmm. So there's other ways of, you know, we don't necessarily always have to stop the water. We can sometimes manage the water. So, 
Yeah, I, I'm guessing that would be a little more common. We see a lot of these older, like the older homes that, you know, perhaps weren't really meant to be uh, finished areas in the basement before, right? And, yes. You know, and yeah. of course, o- over time, people have done that. Um, but that, that, yeah. does, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, Phil, if people uh, need to reach you or need to find you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, I'm always on the phone. It's never far from me. It's 250-415-3061. Great. Uh, and, uh, yeah, in the, the email, yeah, it's uh, phil at westcoastwaterproofingltd.com. Yes. And of course, the website then is westcoastwaterproofingltd.com. And I, again, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, lots of great stuff. Great explanation of uh, your services uh, and, and everything. Um, so important uh, to, to be looking uh, out for these things. But the other, the other thing, too, is you were just talking about other applications like landscape uh, landscape things and all that. So, uh, so many yeah. things around the house, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's nice and fast. Like I say, we can do large areas in, uh, you know, very short periods of time um, rather than wrestling with an EPDM liner for a couple of days, you know, we can have the, the filter fabric laid and we can have your, your membrane spray applied within a, an hour or two yeah. and then you're good to go. So. You know, it must be nice working in a climate like Victoria where it doesn't get snowy and cold and all that stuff. Probably gives you more work days in the year, right? Yes, it does. Um, but an- another nice thing about the polyurea, we can definitely apply it right down to minus 30 degrees. It's, it's that... Yeah, as long as we, yeah, the, the surface preparation is key. We use a good primer and um, we can go basically from minus 30 to plus 30. We can apply the product in a, in a vast array of temperatures. So, Well, I think it's safe to say that Victoria doesn't hit that temperature. So it's it's pretty okay. Here, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, listen, Phil, thanks for your time. I appreciate the fact that you're right in the middle of calls right now uh, uh, on your phone in the truck. Again, it's uh, Phil Aiken from uh, West Coast Waterproofing uh, Limited. Uh, if you have any questions about your basement, you want to talk to Phil, just give him a ring. Uh, thanks for joining us, Phil. Thank you very much, Tony. Yeah, and uh, we're going to take our last break for the day. When we come back, we're going to be having a chat about painting around your home. One of those areas that, you know, maybe it's time to, to, to think about some painting, freshening up. Great way to give new life into your home. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Just before the break, we're having a conversation with Phil Aiken from West Coast Waterproofing, talking about things that you can do to help correct leakage in the basement or to fix cracks in your driveway, uh, all of those things. Because, you know, nobody wants water intruding into their home. Your home is your castle, after all, just like I said a little bit earlier there. And it is, for many, their biggest investment. But the thing that I also brought up earlier was, you know, you're in your home and you get wear and tear and every day you might walk past that railing or that wall that's marked up and it's, you know, it frustrates you, but maybe you're not someone who has the ability to take care of that. And that's the reason why you want to call guys like our next guest right now. We've got Nicholas and Matt from Sam's Painting. Uh, Guys, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Pleasure. Yeah, well, listen, I, let's just do a little backstory here so that our, our listeners kind of know. So the, the, what I want to lead with, first of all, is 
it's hard right now out there finding capable people to actually do stuff at your house. Uh, my listeners know this. I know this. Uh, I get phone calls every day. You know, I need a drywaller. I need a handyman. I need an electrician. I need, you know, whatever. It's tough. Painters are also hard to come by, but not just painters, capable painters, right? Yeah. 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 Now, uh, I bumped into you guys because I've got clients that are moving here from Ontario and they've purchased a unit at uh, Shoal Point down in the Inner Harbor and they hired an interior designer before they moved here. And then the interior designer, of course, brings a painter and lo and behold, there you are. <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, sorry, Matt. It was a great chance meeting. For sure. Well, there we go. There we go. Yeah. But, but then it went from there because that's when I said to you guys, hey, I'm moving into my new office next week. Do you have time? You came over, gave us the quote, uh, and you painted the place out. Um, and it just made a lot of sense for us to have you as guests here on the program. So tell us about Sam's painting. Um, what do people need to know about what you guys do? All right. Um, yeah. So Sam's painting. So, so we, we, uh, so me and Matt joined together about nine months ago. Uh, we had very similar uh, interests and, and kind of the same idea on where we, just from working in the industry and work with different companies, we both kind of had the concept of what would we do differently? So about nine months ago, we decided we would join together and start a company that um, was what we, we think different than any other painting company that you can find in this area. Um, we, we have multiple services. We, we do wallpaper, we do cabinets, we do staining, we do, uh, repaints, we do, um, basically whatever you need, um, um, anything that needs a paintbrush. Yeah. 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 Anything, anything to do with, with a paintbrush. Yeah, and, yeah. We'll, and I, I think what really makes us stand out is the yeah. fact that, um, we, we've taken the approach of about being super professional, yeah. understanding what, what the client, what the homeowner is looking for, and how can we work with them in a very transparent, yeah. very communicative way and, yeah. and connect with them on a, on a personal level of mm -hmm. understanding so then we yeah. can... Because painting, you know, it can be very stressful for a lot of people, and we kind of want to make it more enjoyable for people and uh, not just be completely all over the place uh, in regards to painting. And... For us, like we, we also have like an artist's eye, so we look at detail um, a lot, and that's usually most in the prep work. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to pay attention to the prep work, uh, and that will show in the finished quality. And I think we do that pretty pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, Matt, I, I want to actually just kind of uh, uh, um, talk about something you just brought up, which is sure. for a homeowner, somebody in their home, the notion of painting actually can be a pretty stressful thing. Yeah. And and I want to speak from my own experience because I will never forget my, I had a condo down in Fairfield many years, 20 years ago now. And it was a beautiful condo with high ceilings and it was all white. You know, it was a developer white, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And I, I always wanted to paint, but I had this thing about, oh my goodness, like how long is it going to take and how much of a mess and dust? And I had cats and, you know, what do we do with our stuff and all of that. Um, this is really a, a special skill uh, as painters that you guys would have, which is how can you make it so that it's easy on people so that, you know, the, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, yeah. the, the interruption is minimal, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing is uh, communication for us, um, like in addressing any concerns that they have right right out of the bat, you know, um, because if, if they bring up a concern, we want to be able to just be like, okay, this is how we're going to fix it and remedy it. And just the constant communication, I think that eases a lot of people's uh, anxiety over the whole project. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, and then we, and then of course we have clients or we know people who are like, oh, you know, painting is something, you know, I like to do, or they, they think that it's yeah. easy and it's funny how the result is, you know, pretty evident, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a few, there's a few, few steps to the process for sure. And I, I think the most important thing as a professional painter is to really focus, like really the 70% of work that comes with painting is, yeah. Um, getting that prep surf that surface prepped, mm-hmm. getting that wall, not only uh, like fix any minor repairs, but like fill the fill the dings. You know, you got to sand it. Like seventy percent of the time is into the prep, and that's where the overall overall quality is. It's like you you can throw down some paint and knowing what products to go on what surfaces for for the circumstances. Yeah, right? yeah that's huge. Knowing um, the products. Yeah, knowing the products, knowing the primer, knowing. Uh, what, what to lay down underneath the paint as well. So that's, yeah. that's really huge. Perfect example is uh, painting in bathrooms and kitchens where they get a lot of moisture. If you mm. just throw any old paint in there, chances are you get some moisture and mold. So mold build up. Yeah. Well, we see that happening. We see, we see that in, in bathrooms where the paint doesn't stick because people yeah, just exactly. use the wrong paint, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, you're talking about prep work, and I, I get that because I have done it before where I've taken some filler and I have, you know, fixed the wall or tried to fix the wall. I admit, I'm, I'm a real estate guy. I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, a handy person, right? And, and although it looks fine when you apply it, you know, then you put a little bit of touch-up paint on it. It doesn't look good. Sometimes it looks worse, right? So, so to, to have guys like you guys is, uh, is so important, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, especially when when you're when you're speaking about real estate and selling and putting houses on markets or like new homeowners moving in, it's like it's really important to have a professional painter to go in and make sure everything's sealed properly, everything's coated, um, because really in the end, painting is all about uh, creating protection and a sealer, and and, and that's really what the underlying factor is. It's not about just putting color on a wall. It's about how how can we protect this. And how can we make this last for the next five years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's- yeah. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I was uh, with a client looking at a property out in Langford and, you know, the units aren't that old. They're, they're maybe nine years old. And it is amazing. Pe- people forget about the fact that wood trim, like wood exterior trim is something that needs, yeah. that needs attention because... Uh, it dries out. It cracks in the sun, uh, and then that's where the bad stuff happens because you got water seepage and all that, right? Right, right. It starts decaying, and then now you got a bigger job. Like you, at first, you thought it was like, oh, I just need to paint, but now it's now you got to start removing boards and replacing them. And um, re- really, it's about just keeping on the house maintenance, and, and painting is definitely right up there. And it's one of the cheaper cheaper options for uh, home makeovers as well. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. Well, actually, I did want to bring that up because I opened the program today talking about return on investment and where to spend money and where you get your money back. And because I knew you guys, I mean, obviously you're guests today, right? And yeah. um, that's what I wanted to sort of lead us to, which is painting really is among the highest in the return of investment. The money that you spend on mm-hmm. paint 
um, generally comes back, right? Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's absolutely right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's remarkable how uh, a coat of paint, a fresh coat of paint on an exterior or uh, even a front door of a property that yeah. draws people in. And uh, if it's done, if it's done right, then that's a huge resale. Right. Well, that's right. what they always say. You know, you don't get a second chance at a first impression, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. So obviously, I mean, you, you did an office, so you do commercial, so residential, commercial, um, uh, all those areas, right? Yeah, we, uh, we, we're, we're currently, I mean, we started off doing residential. Residential yeah. is kind of what we based our business mm -hmm. off of, uh, dealing with homeowners and how can we connect with them to make, make it an easy process and kind of, and then, but, but as we're moving forwards, mm -hmm. uh, we're becoming quite successful and uh, we're starting to move in towards more of the business side of things. We're really trying to target smaller local businesses and um, working with interior designers and mm -hmm. kind of stepping up the kind of the artistic factor of um, putting in feature walls and, and, and testing mm -hmm. our abilities as painters as well. How can we bring something new to the table mm -hmm. each, each time? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, I, I meant, I meant to ask you, I, I didn't ask you, you know, off, off air here. So hopefully yeah. I'm not putting you on the spot, but uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't help but notice that uh, the paint that you put in uh, at our office there was Benjamin Moore paint. Right. And, and I didn't ask, was that my wife? Because we are, she's very much a Benjamin Moore person. Did she ask for that or is this that what you used? No, no did we, just, we used <laughs> Yeah, we, 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 um, we work with Benjamin Moore as well. Mm -hmm. It's all Benjamin Moore here. We, uh, we, we're very familiar with a lot of ah. Benjamin Moore products. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's kind of our go-to. Um, we're, you know, we, if, if, if the homeowner or client um, doesn't mention what certain type of paint they want, we kind of default to the paint that we know best because yeah. we want to make sure that when we do a project, we, we know exactly what we're putting down. we know the products and Benjamin Moore happens to be that project. We know the colors, we know all the specs. So we, we kind of default to Benjamin Moore. Well, we, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll never forget. So when I, when I did my reno 13 years ago, that was a big conversation we had about spending the money on Benjamin, Benjamin Moore. And we're glad we did. Now, uh, a couple of years ago, we did the outside of the house and it needed some uh, touch-ups inside because we changed the windows and everything. Uh, and the painter at the time said, oh, I got this other stuff. You know, it's just you'll never notice. And you know what? Even today, it irks me because we <laughs> should have... We should have, and, and it just made me laugh because I saw those cans of paint in the office. I'm like, I wonder if my, if Susan, my wife, talked to you guys, or, or <laughs> that's, just the, that's just the way you do it, right? That's just the way, you know, and, and sometimes going a little further to get the better quality. Yeah. Um, again, it goes back to like, we're talking about protection and sealing, mm -hmm. and it's sometimes it's it's better to take the extra step to make sure that everything gets sealed properly and it gets laid down, and it's going to last because, yeah. You know, quality paint lasts longer, and and in the end, it's going to cost cheaper, really. Yes. Yeah, it's cost effective for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, fantastic, guys! Well, listen, if people need to reach you, if they're thinking about doing some paint, now is the time, right? Uh, uh, what's the what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, you can reach us at uh, our, at our phone number. It's just on the wall here. It's seven seven eight five eight seven eight four zero one at any time. And uh, you can visit our website at samspainting.com. So. Yeah, Sam spelt with two M's, right? Spelled two M's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Samspainting.com. Fantastic, guys. Well, listen, thanks for joining us. Uh, and again, to our listeners, uh, if you need some help and the season is coming, give these guys a call. Uh, I will vouch for them. Just had them myself. Um, thanks for joining, guys. Thank, thank you very thank much. You so much. Thanks yeah. so much. And uh, for, for our listeners, uh, we'll be here for you this time next week. <laughs>